Greetings in the name of Jesus. This is Rob Hames. This program is called 15 Minutes with Jesus. We've been talking about the foundation, as it is stated in Hebrews chapter 6 by the Apostle Paul. Verse 1, Therefore leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works, and of faith toward God, of the doctrine of baptisms, and of the laying on of hands, and of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. Today we're going to finish talking about the resurrection from the dead. In our last message we talked about the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Jesus Christ is risen from the dead. Hallelujah. Now we're going to talk about the first resurrection, the resurrection of life, and the second resurrection, the resurrection of damnation. Let's go to John chapter 11, verse 25. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? Let's go to Romans 8, verse 11. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead, that's the Father, shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit, that dwelleth in you. Those that have died in Jesus Christ, believing in Jesus, when he returns in the clouds, will be resurrected. Their bodies will be resurrected incorruptible. Let's go to Philippians chapter 3. The Apostle Paul is writing, verse 7, But what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Jesus Christ, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them dung, that I may win Christ, and be found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith, that I may know him, and the power of his resurrection, and the fellowship of his sufferings, being made conformable unto his death if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. Not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God, in Christ Jesus. Let's go down to verse 20. For our conversation is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall change our vile body, that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body, according to the working whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself. When Jesus comes back, he will return for his saints, and our bodies, those of us that are counted worthy to attain unto the first resurrection, our bodies will be raised incorruptible, fashioned like unto his glorious body. This is called the blessed hope. And the Bible says if we have this hope of Jesus' return, we should be about purifying ourselves. The Apostle Peter said, Purify your souls by obeying the truth through the Spirit. Jesus said the word of God is the truth. 
He also said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And the Bible talks about abiding in him. We need to abide in him. He talked about continuing in his word. The Bible talks about the washing of the water of the word. So as we continue in Jesus, abiding in him, the Bible says cling to him, cling to him. First, you have to come to him. But when you come to him, cling to him. Don't ever let go of him. Remember how Jacob wrestled with God. He wrestled with God. He wouldn't let him go. He said, I won't let you go until you bless me. (laughs) Jesus talked about the unjust judge who didn't care about God or man. And this widow kept coming to him and saying, avenge me of my adversaries. At first, he didn't want to do it. But he said, I'm going to do it because if I don't, she's going to wear me out. And Jesus told that parable in reference to prayer. So that's what I'm talking about, clinging to him. Pray, cry out to God. Whatever's going on in your life, cry out to God. Humble yourself. God is not a respecter of persons. He will listen to you if you will humble yourself. He will move in your life. Be willing to do whatever he leads you to do. Humble yourself before the living God, and he will exalt you in due time. We read earlier when we started talking about the resurrection from the dead from Hosea chapter 6, verses 1 through 3. Let's go there right now. Come, and let us return unto the Lord, for he hath torn, and he will heal us. He hath smitten, and he will bind us up. After two days will he revive us. In the third day he will raise us up, and we shall live in his sight. Then shall we know, if we follow on, to know the Lord. His going forth is prepared as the morning, and he shall come unto us as the rain, as the latter and former rain unto the earth. Let's go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 14. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore comfort one another with these words. Again, people, this is the truth. This is the blessed hope. This is a very real thing. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 42. So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. Talking about our bodies. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. Let's go down to verse 50. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, 
where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law, but thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be you steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Let's turn to Daniel chapter 12, verse 1. And at that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people, and there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation, even to that same time, and at that time thy people shall be delivered, every one that shall be found written in the book. And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. This is talking about the resurrection from the dead. Let's turn to John chapter 5. John chapter 5, this is Jesus speaking, verse 24. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that heareth my word, and believeth on him that sent me, hath everlasting life, and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. Verse 25, Verily, verily, I say unto you, The hour is coming, and now is, when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God, and they that hear shall live. For as the Father hath life in himself, so hath he given to the Son to have life in himself, and hath given him authority to execute judgment also, because he is the Son of Man. Marvel not at this, for the hour is coming, in the which all that are in the grave shall hear his voice, and shall come forth they that have done good unto the resurrection of life, and they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. There is coming a resurrection of all the dead. Understand this, all of you who are listening to me or reading this message in your own language. It is appointed unto man once to die, as it says in Hebrews 9.27. But after this, the judgment. All of us will be dying and will be buried in the ground, with the exception of the righteous followers of Jesus Christ who are alive when he returns soon in the clouds. We shall all die and be buried. We shall all be resurrected. The righteous dead at the coming of Jesus to be united forever with him in glory. This is the first resurrection, the resurrection of eternal life. In him is eternal life. If you have him, you have eternal life. If you don't have Jesus, you do not have eternal life. But the wrath of God is upon you, and you will be raised from the dead in the second resurrection to stand before him and be judged, every one according to your works, and you will take your place in the lake of fire with all of those who rejected Jesus and his loving sacrifice of himself for their sins, to be tormented day and night with no rest forever and ever. Just consider that. No rest forever and ever. To be tormented day and night forever and ever. You say, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. My God is a loving God. People say many things. But the Bible says, Behold the goodness and the severity of God. In Romans 11, verse 22. Also in Romans 2, verse 7. To them who by patient continuance in well-doing, being led by the Holy Spirit to do the will of the Father every day, 
Seek for glory and honor and immortality, eternal life. But unto them that are contentious and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation and wrath, tribulation and anguish upon every soul of man that doeth evil, of the Jew first and also of the Gentile. But glory and honor and peace to every man that worketh good, to the Jew first and also to the Gentile. For there is no respect of persons with God. You say, that's just a story. How do we know that's true? It was written by men in order to control the masses. No, it is the truth, and it was written by holy men of God, as they were moved by a holy God who loves you so much that he gave his only son to die a brutal death on the cross. Have you ever looked in the scriptures at the description of what Jesus went through in the Garden of Gethsemane and on the cross for you, for every one of us? He died on the cross for you to take away your sins and bring all of you who will repent and believe on him and stay faithful to him into eternal life and glory with him forever and with the Father, where God himself will dwell with us, where there will be no more pain or suffering, no more sorrow. He will wipe away every tear from our eyes, all sorrow from our hearts. All the former things will be forgotten, and we will live forever in his glory and in his joy. All this is written in his word, the Bible. Read it. Consider what it says and ask God for understanding. Humble yourself before the living God. Consider that many, many things that were prophesied by the prophets and Jesus and his disciples have already come to pass and that the relatively few prophecies yet to be fulfilled are beginning to be fulfilled as we speak. Consider the signs of the times in which you are living. The following is an interpretation of a message in tongues that I receive from the Lord. I am the God of all flesh. Those of you who are listening, if you will humble yourselves before me, as my servant Rob has spoken, I will hear you. I will have regard unto your prayer, says the Lord, and I will deliver you from your afflictions, from your torments, says the Lord, for I love you. I proved it to you when I gave my son on the cross of Calvary. And I will come, I will come again, and I will bring you unto myself, says the Lord. And you will dwell with me forever. You will dwell with me in my heavenly kingdom forever and ever, says the Lord.